Hey, my lovely ladies, before the show starts, I'm looking for some more six and seven figure female founders and CEOs to interview. So please go to www.twwguest.com to apply. In today's episode, we're interviewing Adrian Hill. She's a six figure side gig strategist who helps busy entrepreneurs scale to six figures online quickly by providing training and coaching that corporate professionals can use to build various forms of their online business. Today, she's taking us behind the scenes to her number one secret to building true wealth. This should be an amazing episode. Welcome, Adrienne. Thank you so much for having me, Jackie. I'm super excited to be hanging out with you guys today. Yeah, well, we're, we're so excited. So let's just get to it. What is the secret to building really true wealth? So to me, I mean, wealth is more than just money, right? And my idea of wealth is, um, like I always say, the most valuable bank you can build isn't actually your bank account. It's your memory bank. And so for me, it's all about, you know, your lifestyle and the lifestyle you're able to live and whether or not it makes you happy, right? And if you're truly living the lifestyle you want and you're happy, to me, that is wealth, right? Um of course, it helps to have actual money, right? But <laughs> yes, there's tons of people who have lots of money and they're horribly unhappy, right? So, I mean, money in and of itself doesn't make you happy. It's having that fulfilling lifestyle that the money enables that makes you happy. And for me, it's it's building memories. So I um, actually originally started a business because I, at a very young age, you know, by the time I was 30, I had lost both of my parents. I was a single mom. I had no safety net. I had no one to help me out if things went south. And as I as I was remembering time with my parents fondly, all of the memories that I had that were the most vivid and the most fun to to revisit were the memories where we were away from work, we were away from school, we were away from the standard daily obligations. A lot of times we were off the grid somewhere, we were hiking or camping or something like mm-hmm. that, doing something in nature. And we were just present with each other, right? And I know there's a lot of people who they feel like they're never able to be present in the moments they really want to because they're pulled in a thousand different directions. And there's tons of people who feel like they they can't be present. They can't live the life they want, vacation when they want, see family when they want, because they're a slave to an employer who gets to say when, where, and how they work. Yeah. And that was me. And I thought, okay, not only do I not have a safety net, I, I'm not able to live and work and play when, where, and how I want. And darn it, I, I want to be in charge of my life. And so that's why I originally became an entrepreneur. And I think that's why a lot of people do too. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us a little bit about how you kind of, you know, I I guess if you, you're viewing your business that way, and if you came to having a business start that way, like what did that lead to then as you got started on your business journey? Like, what kind of decisions then were you making um, to make sure you were prioritizing that memory bank? Yeah, I knew I would be more likely to be able to do that the way I wanted to if I was as efficient with building my business as possible, right? So like a lot of people, I started building my business while I was still managing my high-powered corporate job and I was juggling both and I was trying to work my way out of corporate. Um, and so for that reason, I had to be efficient. But I also knew, you know, once once I was able to leave my corporate job, I wouldn't truly have the freedom to, you know, vacation with my family or take time off or do certain things. 
if my business wasn't a well-oiled efficient machine. So the minute I got serious about it, you know, we all have that face in business where we dabble a lot and we're not super serious and it's like a side gig and we only kind of do it sometimes when we want to, you know. Yeah, when we're feeling inspired. (laughs) Yeah. So the year that I got ultra serious about it, I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, and I mean really do this, I need all of my traffic sources, all of my funnels, all of my offers, all of my business building activities to be as efficient as possible. And for me, that was building what I call the audience explosion method into my business. And it's honestly become my bread and butter. And it's really saved my butt so many times. (laughs) I can't even tell you. So (laughs) I, I want more entrepreneurs to know about it because it's been such a lifesaver for me. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about kind of like what have you gotten out of having that process and what does that process actually look like? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, tons of people get this idea in their head of like, okay, I'm going to start this business. I have this awesome knowledge or this awesome thing I can teach people. And so I'm going to figure out like what my offer is and what I'm going to charge for it. And I'm going to run straight to social media and start promoting it everywhere. Right. Like that's, I would say like 99% of people, that's what they do. Yep. And they forget two important pieces. Uh, piece number one being the conversion funnel that actually sells the offer. Tons of people never set up the funnel correctly. And even if they do, the piece that they forget is thinking really strategically about how to be as efficient as possible with traffic. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, People assume social media is the most efficient source of traffic. And I will die on the sword arguing that it is not. (laughs) So when I set up my business, I got clear on my offer. I built out the conversion funnel and then I implemented audience explosion and created an immediate audience of over a thousand people in a two-week time period without using social media at all. Wow. So my email list was like an immediate, it just appeared um, very quickly. And so I immediately had a room full of people to talk to like that, right? And so as I started running my sales systems and teaching classes and running challenges and doing different things, I was able to fill the room. And that's one of the biggest things people struggle with is they have this amazing knowledge, um, value that they can give to people, and they're talking to an empty room. Yeah. Yeah, It's really hard to build a business when you're talking to an empty room. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely gets in your head, right? Like it's hard to stay positive. It's hard to be the the level of entrepreneur you need to be if you feel like no one is is hearing you and you can't possibly have the impact you want to make. Yeah. I mean, you can have the most mind-blowing offer, the most amazing results for your clients, but if you're talking to an empty room, you're not going to get any sales. And so then what what happens is you get in your head and you start thinking, well, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not cut out for this. No, maybe it's my offer. I just priced it wrong or it's too too short of a time frame or too long of a time frame or no, maybe it's my marketing or maybe it's my copy. Maybe it's my imagery. Maybe it's my branding's off. And you get all in your head about it. And honestly, the issue isn't any of those things. It's just that you don't know how to generate traffic. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So why do you, like, tell us a little bit about, like, why you find that being, like, as, I guess I, I also would like to understand, like, how do you generate the traffic? Though? Like, how did this, this mm-hmm. magic list appear? And then why do you think that that is so much more effective than something like the other things people are doing, like social media? Yeah, yeah. So the 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 basic premise of of the audience explosion method that I use and that I teach is it's built around the idea of hosting an online virtual summit. 
Because what I've learned is when you give a large audience of people a really good reason to show up for something, they show up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the magic of it is even if you have no email list, even if you have no followers, even if it's like day one in your business and you're like, okay, I'm starting from scratch, right? It's yeah. all the other speakers in your summit who are inviting their audiences and their email lists and their social media followers to attend. And so if you have 10, 20, 30 speakers or more, and they're all inviting, right? That's called a affiliate traffic or joint venture traffic. You know, there's different terms for it. I, I like to call it collaborative traffic. But you can fill the room very quickly and you're basically tapping other people's audiences in an ethical way. Right. You're cool with it. You're cool with it. And you're essentially creating free PR for yourself and for all of the other speakers at the same time. Right. Mm -hmm. I love that. So what, well, on your kind of journey, what do you think has been most surprising along the way? One of the most surprising pieces for me, so I used that audience explosion method, hosted mm -hmm. a virtual summit, got an immediate email list. One of the most pleasant surprises was I got paid to grow my email list, right? Like I, I yeah. made a very substantial amount of money just watching the traffic flow in. Because if you're activating the strategy properly, you before you've even made your offer for your main course or program or whatever you're selling, before you've even offered your main offer, you've made a bunch of money. So I essentially got paid to launch my initial offer, the my beta program at the time. Um, and so initially I was looking at it as like a like a like a beginner strategy, a great way to launch from scratch. But actually, as I've progressed further in my business, and I'm now working on scaling to be a million-dollar business, mm -hmm. realizing that the exact same method is perfect for scaling. And that was quite a surprise to me. But actually, as I think about it now, I should have seen it from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. um, because the magic of it is it's the type of thing that you can absolutely execute yourself, right? You can, it's because it's a lot of back-end stuff. So if you only have slivers of time here and there, right? You can build out all of your summit assets in slivers of time. You know, it's kind of like hidden backend work that the public doesn't really see. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you go live with it once it's all built out and ready. Um, so it's great for in the beginning. But then when you're working on scaling, and I know anyone who's scaling probably has this, this pain point of, you know, you're, you're trying to grow your revenue, grow your audience, grow your income. And there's only so much time you can spend with your face plastered to podcasts or social media or making reels or TikToks or stories or whatever. And you start to feel like a slave to social media. Yeah. And every time you want to take a vacation, you're up against, well, now I have to bulk film a bunch of stuff. In order to get a sliver of time for myself, how am I ever going to scale if I'm like, there's this constant tension, right? Yeah. Well, the magic of a summit is 90% of the legwork to prepare for one could be done by a support team, your virtual assistant, your graphic designer, your copywriter, right? So when you get to the point where you now have a support team and you're scaling, mm -hmm. you can delegate 90% of the work to other people, right? You're yeah. no longer the slave. You're no longer the person doing all the work. You're delegating all the work. Mm -hmm. And it's it's one of the it's one of the hottest converting lead sources because everyone's showing up to one of these virtual events, these online summits. Not only are they problem aware, quite often they're solution aware and they're showing up because they're shopping for a solution. 
They're not just freebie seekers. Yeah. Looking for a free handout. They're looking for their next coach. And they're seeing a big panel of experts and they're like, I bet my next coach is in this room or I bet the next tool I need or the next strategy I need is somewhere in this lineup. Yeah. They have credit card in hand. They're ready to buy. Yeah. Well, and as we know as coaches, right, if like there are, your people are out there, right? And you don't need to have everyone come to you. You want some people going, you want the right people, only the right people. So what a better way to help, you know, put yourself out there and then call in just those right people. Um, and everyone gets a slice of the pie as opposed to worrying about that. And what I love too is, and I've, I've heard this from multiple speakers in multiple, you know, summits that I've hosted is I, I'm more of like an abundance thicker thinker. I'm a collaborator, not, I'm not approaching with a competition energy. I'm approaching with a collaboration energy. And I trust that let's say there's a, a, an audience of a thousand people that sign up for your event. There's plenty for everyone. There's someone in that audience that's going to be drawn to just about every speaker in that lineup. Everyone's going to get a handful of clients. Everyone's going to benefit. There's there's plenty for all, right? And sure enough, every single time I sign a few clients, each of my speakers will reach out at some point and be like, wow, I got tons of leads. Wow, I signed a few clients out of this. Like, wow, I got like a really great return on this, right? And yeah. so it's one of those things that's a win for a win-win for everyone. It's a win for the host. It's a win for all the speakers. And it's a win for the audience because they get like an amazing value, right? To be able to like hear from all these experts in one place in in it's like a one-stop shop. Um, and so it's it's just great for all all parties, honestly. Amazing. So okay, switching gears just slightly. We love to hear a little bit about, you know, okay, so you have this great system now that works really well. It's, it's something you use at the beginning or when you're scaling. So what new challenges are you having kind of come up for you as you take on this new direction of using those same tools that you've used yeah. to get to where you are? Yeah. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to do my best to tell this story. I might get emotional. <laughs> so we, we all have our own reasons for why we're building a business, why we want more freedom, why we don't. We don't want to build a a business that's just like full of hustle, 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 hard work where you you've traded in a job for just a different job. Like, right? Right. No one wants that. Yeah. So for me, my reason is that roughly one year after I went all in and launched my business, my husband underwent emergency surgery and we found out that he has cancer. And just two days ago, um, we found out that he might have another recurrence. So we've been battling this for a year and a half. It's exhausting. Um, and we might be headed into another battle. Like, we'll see, right? We we get to wait and find out. If it wasn't for this method, my business would have closed its doors one year into business. Because this method is so efficient, because it's so effective, because it's so powerful, and because it's so good at generating clients, I'm able to delegate to my team a whole bunch of work, like they know what I'm going through. So they, we all divide and conquer. We all take our pieces and parts. They go off and do their stuff. I'm at the hospital with my husband, right? I'm able to travel with him. I'm able to be by his side while he's having surgery, like all the things. If I didn't have this method and I was just hustling myself on social media, there's there's no way my business would have survived. I would have had to have gone and got some normal job. And then I'd have a boss telling me, sorry, you used all your vacation time. Like you have to take FMLA if you want to be with your husband. Right. Um, So that's my latest challenge. (laughs) 
Um, but again, because of this method, I'm I'm able to keep my business alive and be with my husband at the same time. And so I know for all of you watching, you know, if anyone's ever dealt with cancer, like, oh, I'm so mad at it. <laughs> but everyone has a reason they need freedom. Everyone has a reason that they need flexibility in their life. And yours might be very different than mine, but equally powerful, I'm sure. If you need more freedom and flexibility and you've been trying to do the social media method and hustling yourself to death and it's not working, this might be the missing puzzle piece that could just make a huge difference for you. Well, Adrian, thank you for sharing that with us. That. You know, like you said, everyone has their own reason for doing things. And some might, you know, especially in comparison, might feel, you know, much more manageable, right? Much more. Um, but what a what a gift that your business has been able to give you. Um, and I really, really appreciate you sharing that gift with everyone else that that they can have that as well. And obviously lots of blessings to you and your your husband as you both in this time. I hope obviously it's just good news. Um yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the waiting part, I've been there with the waiting and sometimes that's even like, at least when you know, like you can, you know, you're taking on a challenge or you're not, right? Like, but mm-hmm. the wait be really, because our minds do a lot of really awful things. Yeah, they sure do. But I mean, it, it, think of it this way. If I can navigate that by leveraging this strategy, you can do it you can do this. You know, whatever your challenge is, whatever your reason is, like, if I can do it, you can do it. Absolutely. Okay. So we ask all of our guests, and you've already touched on this in such uh, an amazing way already, but we'd love to hear a little bit more. You know, uh, we we talk a lot about how wealth is not just about money. Um, as you pointed out, and I literally almost said the same thing verbatim, like you can end your life with millions of dollars in the bank and be miserable. <laughs> so yeah. So what is it in your life that makes you feel so incredibly wealthy? Yeah. Um, Lately, I mean, the last year and a half, it's the ability, like, honestly, when my husband had his first emergency surgery and we realized what we were actually in for, I was in the hospital, I want to say, like, 18 or 19 nights in a row, I slept in a chair next to his bed. And no one in the hospital had the heart to kick me out. So I just, I was just there for 19 days in a row. You know what I mean? Like I did not leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even the nurses yeah. were like, can we slip you some food? You know, <laughs> like, oh, you something? So, for me, I mean, being able to be there with him, being able to travel my, so I have adult kids now. So being able to travel and visit them, you know, whenever I want to, um, being able to take a trip, like being able to have the flexibility to say, Hey, you know, I'm. I have great energy right now. Things are looking good. I'm going to go all in on business today, and the following day be like, today's a bad day. We got bad news today. I'm not working at all today. I'm clearing my calendar. Right? Like, yeah. Just having the flexibility to be able to make those choices, and then to be able to be present with people in whatever moment I'm in. You know, I know there's so many people who, when they're working on their business, they feel guilty that they're not more present with family. And when they're with family, they feel guilty that they're not working their business. And it's like, when you have a truly efficient system and when you have the flexibility you need to just just flex your life in whatever way makes sense, um, to be able to be present in those moments and make those memories. Like I'm all about filling that memory bank, you know? Um, yeah. And and 
you, it's hard to fill the memory bank when you feel like someone else is in the driver's seat calling the shots, right? Yeah. So just to know that you're in the driver's seat to me is wealth, right? That's that's how I would define it. Well, I have to I have to congratulate you too on finding such uh, an amazing business model that allows you to to do that, right? And that allows you to really not just say that you prioritize filling the memory bank, but actually do it um, and move in such an amazing way. So yeah. Okay. So now we get a little silly. Um, I love to hear, um, and I know the audience loves to hear about what is what is the outside of the box, unconventional, just totally wacky, silly, whatever it is, however you want to take this question, thing that just brings joy into your life each and every day. Uh, my, probably, probably my puppies. So <laughs> I, I have I have two puppies. So from the time I was like a teeny child, I I wanted my own puppy, like. I so secretly I wanted to be Snow White as a child, not because I was a, was a princess girl. I've never been a princess yeah. girl. I don't like pink. Like I'm weird like that. Um, yeah. It was because the animals loved her, right? And I was just like, I want the animals to come to me. Like it's just I get joyful about animals, and so I always wanted my own puppy. I finally got my own puppy during during COVID. Um, <laughs> so he's four years old now, and he's he's a really sweet, gentle dog. And then we have we got a second puppy just this past November. He's the exact opposite. He's a hot mess. He eats everything. He's ridiculous. We call him oh. the trash panda. <laughs> He's just completely off the hook weirdo. Um, and they just, they make us laugh every day. Like the stuff they do is so ridiculous and silly that um, they're the ones that always get me smiling, even in even on the worst days. And, and they're golden retrievers. So they have this amazing, oh. like, they can tell when you're in emotional distress and they are just right there. <laughs> yeah. Comfort you basically, so but probably the puppies. <laughs> yeah, my my childhood dogs were, were golden retrievers, and they were just and totally similar, and they're like they totally different personalities. One of them was big, and one of them was tiny, and all oh, just like and the endless amounts of stories, right? Like you always have something to talk about. Can't you feel like that's the today? <laughs> yeah, you know they they did it again, or they surprised me this time. So um, yeah, yeah. Well, we have just so loved having you on the show today, Adrian. It's been so wonderful. I know we've learned so much, and I know that the audience has uh, a mission now that they can go out on and like, okay, how do I create this focus and this efficiency in my business so that I can have the things that I want? Mm -hmm. um, if our audience wants to figure out more about your system, how to get support from you, how do they do that? Yeah, so I have a free gift for you guys. If If anything in today's uh, episode really hit you just right and you're and you're realizing this might be the missing puzzle piece for me. I need that level of freedom. I have a free gift. You can go to freebie.audience-explosion.com. Freebie.audience-explosion.com. And I have um, basically a PDF guide that's kind of like a mini course because there's a bunch of embedded videos that kind of teach you step by step, like some traffic fundamentals and the basis behind how a virtual online summit works and why it generates so much income when it comes in and just some different different things to keep in mind as you explore the strategy. So I, I have that as a free gift uh, for anyone in the audience who's realizing they, they need to be in the driver's seat. They need a more efficient traffic strategy and uh, they, they want to be um, focused on building a memory bank rather than just a bank account. <laughs> What but both. really both at the same time. Well, I mean, why not do both? Why yeah. why limit ourselves? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much again, Adrian. Yeah. Thanks for having me so much. It was really nice to to get to know you and to talk with your audience. And I, I just hope that this blesses someone. I know there's someone out there who probably needed to hear this today. So thanks for having me. Hey, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more The Wealthy Woman podcast content, make sure to subscribe. And here's a way we can help you for free. If you are a six, seven, or eight-figure female founder and CEO, we want to see and interview you on one of our podcast shows. Head to twwguest.com. Again, that's twwguest.com. I hope to see you on our next interview. Now, at The Wealthy Woman, we help six, seven, and eight-figure female founders and CEOs to scale their business by using unconventional approaches like leading-edge science and tapping into their unique authenticity code that sounds good to you and you want to get some help, then we're inviting you to book a short chat with our team to see how we can best help you. Go to www.thewealthywoman.com slash chat. Again, that's www.thewealthywoman.com slash chat.